Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Chiefs Draft Special. Jay Binkley, Sean Barber, Julio Sanchez brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. Jermaine Johnson's finally off the, off the board. Goes number 26 to the New York Jets, who have had three first-round picks. You might say they've won the draft at this point. Sauce Gardner, number four. Tenth pick, Garrett Wilson. 26, Jermaine Johnson that you know a lot of people had in the top ten in the draft so far. So, uh, Joe Douglas, nice draft with the Jets. Man, he got top five players in three positions on my rankings. Um, Sauce Gardner was my number two corner. Um, Garrett Wilson was my number one wide receiver. Obviously, not, not talking about Williams with his injury. And then uh, Jermaine Johnson was my top five edge rusher, so I have no idea what everybody else saw in the medicals and everything. But what I saw in the Senior Bowl from him was a dominant football player. Like, like he was, he was, he was there that week, um, cashing in um, the reps and showing people what he could really do. Um, so I don't know if it's something off the field. There's something in the medical. It must be something that made all the teams slide. But guess what? Unless he was overvalued. One man's trash, another man's treasure. I guess you know. There was always going to be somebody that was going to take a risk and um, buck the trend, and it's the Jets. They've, they've really uh, kind of made some power moves um, in this year's draft so far. Well, we have another uh, trade, right? The, the Jags now What at 27. The pick is in because the 27th pick was supposed to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it looks like uh, the Jags have moved up to grab somebody. And remember last year they get Travis Etienne even though they need, didn't need a running back in the first round? <laughs> yes. Like, what did the Jags have up their sleeve? Are they finally playing smart football now? Eh. Are they drafting well now? Eh. Will they be the first play pick on the clock next season? That's the question. But I have not seen yes, they will. what the uh, actual move was for the Jags. But it's now Jags, Packers, Patriots, Chiefs. M- none of which need quarterbacks, right, no. by the way? No, I, I got the Jags needing a linebacker or edge rusher. So if there's a linebacker, maybe Kobe Dean. If it's an edge rusher, maybe they go with the Greek freak, the Greek freak, uh, George uh, Kalafis. Yeah, Kalafis, I'm shocked that uh, didn't come up there. But uh, how about uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, the quarterback for the Ravens, <laughs> tweeting out WTF? Not happy. I mean, well, I mean, Hollywood Brown's gone. They go to defensive yeah. players. He's speaking his mind. Plain and simple. He's just letting his he's just letting his voice be heard. That's his outlet. He's using his platform in a very he didn't say anything bad. He just put some initials out there, which 
you know. We know what it stands for, but he's, I mean, I, it was just some random letters I put together. I was just trying to. <laughs> well, the Jags have moved up here. I haven't seen what the parameters on the trade have been. Um, but they, uh, they extended the fifth-year option today on Josh Allen on defense today. I, I think that's going to be an improved team with uh, Doug Peterson, though. I, I agree with that. That was a. That they was can't a good get any worse. Part. They can't get any worse. <laughs> they set the bar low. This is true. They can't get this any. This is worse. true. Last last year was bottom of the of the barrel. So here's the deal with the uh, here's the deal with the uh, uh, Jermaine Johnson going to the Jets. Albert Breer had said that uh, the Jets were considering Johnson at ten. So they get Garrett <laughs> Wilson at ten, one of the best receivers in the draft, and then they get the guy that they were going to get at ten. They, they, there's no way they thought he could slide to 26. No, no way. And when he no did, did, they pounced on it. Yeah. I give him full credit for pouncing on it. Yeah. I think the Chief, I thought the Chiefs might take Jermaine Johnson there. Yeah, but I think once they moved up, they took that cornerback. I mean, they're, they're going to stand pat with where they're at now, right? Well, no matter who was on the board. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are moving here for this offensive tackle. That's who I thought they was going to pick with the first overall pick, but uh, they went edge. And now I got to say, I mean, there's two tackles that have the both a mountain of men. They 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 six seven six nine. Uh, one guy is from Central Michigan, uh, Rom uh, Bernard Rom, and then there's another guy actually from Minnesota, um, and I'm not going to even try to pronounce his la- name. Uh, oh, and boy, my face sits out there too. Um, so I, I think one of the helps something. Yeah. Wide receiver, don't slip on the fact they might take a receiver. But Jacksonville's in one of those markets that could grab a receiver. Well, you got that you got that premium quarterback, man. You got to try to protect that quarterback. So I always think, you know, I thought that first of all, when they didn't get Neil, they didn't get um, Akeem from NC State. So now right. it's time to come back around. I think it's the offensive tackle position. Here's Roger Goodell, NFL Network, with the Jags pick. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have traded the 26th, 27th pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars with the 27th pick. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Devin Lloyd, linebacker, Utah. Is that linebacker help? And Devin Lloyd is an absolute stud that the Jags get a linebacker. So, you know, many slotted him to be a first-round pick. He goes in the first round, and he goes to Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually like this pick for him. I like Devin Lloyd um, a lot for the way that he played this last year for Utah. Six foot three, 235 pound linebacker, Utah. Brown's got time, fires over the middle, intercepted. It's picked off. That's Devin Lloyd. Don't be surprised if Devin Lloyd winds up in the Pro Bowl one day. The Utah linebacker concluded his college career with a staggering and Pac 12 leading 22 tackles for loss in 2021. He also finished third in the Pac 12 with 110 tackles and led all linebackers with eight sacks. Lloyd can line up as either an edge rusher or inside linebacker. He can effectively cover tight ends all over the field and consistently gets off blocks against the run. Pretty good dude, over 100, 100 tackles in college football. Uh, the eight sacks, six sacks or eight sacks, is one of the two that uh, Devin Lloyd had. Plus, he uh, scored a couple touchdowns on defense. But a guy that could play inside and outside, I have always liked Devin Lloyd's uh, versatility he's possessed because he can – he can do several different things. As a as a linebacker, seeing how rangy he was and how great he plays, not only the pass underneath coverages, but also attacks to run and 
uh, versatile as far as getting to the quarterback. I mean, he's an every down linebacker. He's going to be on the field, you know, every play of the defense. Now you just wonder if he's a signal caller. Is he actually going to be the, you know, the, the man in the middle and do everything for this defense? Um, they lost Miles Jack um, to the Pittsburgh Steelers, so that's an automatic replacement for Miles Jacks. Um, and so I see him being, a, you know, hey, he's going to be a difference maker. He's going to be given multiple opportunities to go out there and make plays. And um, that was one of the linebackers, him and Quaid, that I had as both first-round draft picks. I just didn't think any team was going to pull the trigger on a linebacker uh, because, as I said, I think linebacker and running back are the positions, obviously, with tight end that also get – uh, kind of brushed under the rug sometimes when it comes to teams drafting the first round. Well, here's these here's these numbers for him, Sean. 110 tackles, 22 tackles for loss, seven sacks, four interceptions. Like he had four picks at backer as well. And he had two pick sixes, so he had two touchdowns as well, six passes defended, and a forced fumble this year. You could say Devin Lloyd did just about everything possible. To have sacks, seven sacks, and four interceptions, I think this is a pretty damn good pick. Well, two of the interceptions we just saw in the highlight came from him just reading the eyes of the quarterback and stepping in the passing lane and then having the hands um, and the, the hand-eye coordination to pick the ball out the air. So um, the other two quarter, the other two interceptions probably came down the field somewhere. But uh, obviously a, a very twitchy guy, um, has great instincts and a nose for the ball. So uh, like I said, I think Jacksonville got themselves a baller right here. Here we go, pick 28 with the Green Bay Packers. Again, they need what the Kansas City Chiefs need, followed by the Patriots. Then the Chiefs will take a timeout and uh, get you set for the Chiefs selection coming up. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. And welcome back. Aaron Rodgers is somewhere punching the wall. They refuse to take first-round wide receivers. Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia, goes to the Packers at 28. 22, they took Quay Walker, <laughs> a, a linebacker like from Georgia. But then I get, they have Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb. They lose Devontae Adams and MVS. Maybe in the second round, they'll hit wide receivers. Maybe that's where they value. There's a lot of good wide receivers still left, but uh, he got paid a lot of money. I was going to say, he's he got, got paid a lot of money. Not his money and he lost Devontae Adams and MVS. Yeah. Man, he loses all his weapons. He signed up for it. He signed off on the Devontae Adams trade, so I'm crying his pile of money. So the Patriots now sit here at 29. Then it's your Kansas City Chiefs, and the pick is in. So essentially the Chiefs are on the clock because the pick is in for the New England Patriots. Well, one thing we know is the Green Bay Packers like the Georgia Bulldogs. They love the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, maybe maybe, maybe in the third, in the second round they trade up to get uh, Pickens. But the Georgia Bulldogs going to like going from Athens, Georgia to Lambeau Field. Mm, they better learn to like it. They better learn to like it because <laughs> it, it is what it is, man. The, the NFL is not for long. If you don't find a way, you'll find they'll find a way out for you. So um, good, good for the Georgia Bulldogs. I, I, I did learn that there was a Vegas over-under on how many Georgia Bulldogs were going in the first round, and that number was four. So they just hit that number. So if you had the over – uh, um, cha-ching, cha-ching, you made some money. Yeah, it reminds me of LSU a few years ago when they just dominated the draft with 14 draft picks. The year that uh, Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase was on the team, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Lloyd Cushenberry, the center. Mm-hmm. They were loaded on offense. They had some defensive players too, like Patrick Queen. Queen, and all that, but, yep. But they was uh, a team that was more offensive. Georgia's got offensive players. We'll see probably in the second and third round especially the running back situation and George Pickens 
the wide receiver if he doesn't go within these next couple of picks to the Chiefs? Obviously, always a reason for the season. And right now, I mean, it's all about winning. Georgia has a winning attitude. Green Bay likes winners, so they they they've 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 attached their uh, wagon to the Georgia Bulldog bus. And so, UGA, um, it means um, you know, like coming to Green Bay. I guess that's just that's the, that's the, the natural path for the NFL. Now they've they've hooked it. So for the next, it used to be New England Patriots only picked uh, guys out of Saban's. Uh, camp down in Bama, and then or that, guys you've never heard of. I, I actually I have never heard of this offensive lineman and they picked in the first round. So um, I have about twelve offensive linemen on my big board. Um, you know, first, second round big board, and there's some offensive guys. I you know I said uh, the guy from Minnesota um, I had left, and the guy out of uh, Central Michigan I had left. Um, but this guy from Chattanooga, um, he's he he wasn't on my board as far as one of the offensive linemen coming in the first and second round. So, but I mean the Patriots are the Patriots. All right, Bink. So the board's kind of it seems like it's it it's more or less falling the way of the Chiefs. Are we going Karloftis? We're going Boye Mafe? We're going Pickens? We're, there's going to be there's where, going to be where are we going? He's got to value which which one do you value more? Like which room is worse? I'd say the edge room right now is more thin than the wide receiver room. I would agree. I, and I'm At this point, and you're still sitting there in the, in the second round of pick fifty. I think a good wide receiver might still be a, a, around at that point. But you're right, Karloftis is going to be there. Aaron Ebukade, Aaron Arnold Ebukade is going to be there. Um, there's going to be good edge still, and then uh, there's good wide receivers left as well right now. But these wide receivers seem to be falling. I would probably go edge here. I'll make a prediction. I'd go ahead. Yeah, based off of my my Eagles background with these um, coaches and, and some some of the staff with Philadelphia, there was a year where we picked Lito Shepard and Shelton Brown, and I think we took them both with the first two picks. So I don't know if it's outside of my realm of if if maybe the Chiefs go corner again, go corner corner, and go with this uh, Booth kid out of Clemson. I mean, he might have. He might have just slid down the board long enough, and you know the Chiefs they don't they don't try to draft by need. They draft off the board. They they take the best player available. So um, if this cornerback was a position of need, maybe they go corner corner. Unless they want to make a move for Robert Quinn, or if they want to go safety in this situation, a lot of good safety still on the board. The stat I I had was the top twenty sackers last year. There was twenty eight of them because there was eight ties, right? 18 of those picks are first-round picks. 18 of the top 20 sackers are first-round picks. 12 of them were picks 1 through 15. Mm. So history would dictate if you want to get a you know, top-quality edge, you need to move up. Like five of them were second-round picks. There was a fifth-round pick and two undrafted guys. So history would dictate you needed to move up for that. Maybe they've already called Melvin Ingram. He's already inked the deal, and they're just waiting for the draft to be over. So everybody's thinking they need an edge, and they already got a solution. Maybe they've had that solution the whole time and just been playing smoke and mirrors. Here's Roger Goodell, NFL Network, on the Patriots pick. The New England Patriots like Cole Strange, guard Chattanooga. Wow. Wow. So there you go. You heard Cole the commentators. Strange. Huh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. Cole Strange, <laughs> guard Chattanooga. Chattanooga. The Chiefs are on the clock, but I already know who their pick is. Uh-oh. And I think you're going to like it. Uh-oh. I think you're going to like it. We're going to wait for Goodell to announce. Are you going to 
Go ahead and throw it out there. They've already thrown it out there. We'll get Roger Goodell just to have the official announcement. Nate Taylor's even tweeting it out from The Athletic. Uh Hey, nasty Nate. The Chiefs are selecting defensive end George Karloftis from Purdue. I like Karloftis. This is a nice pick for the Kansas City Chiefs. It reminds me of Max Crosby a bit. Reminds me of Max Crosby. Kind of low numbers. And he ran the 40. Instead of at the combine, he he ran it in 23-degree weather. It's like... With his, I think he had his shirt off when he ran the uh, the forty in that. But George Karloftis, I never thought he would slip to the Chiefs. Like I never did. Yeah, I was gonna mock him to the Kansas City Chiefs. My problem with it was I didn't think he'd last that long. Yeah, where, where did you like? You see so many going. thirteen, fifteen, that area. I thought fifteen, Top twenty. But he's weird though because I saw him everywhere from seventeen to forty, where he ran, but uh, yeah. didn't run the forty at the combine. But Karloftis, six four, two hundred and sixty six pounds. He, 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 again, he reminds me of Max Crosby. Here's the uh, Roger Goodell with the official selection of the Kansas City Chiefs. You guys, <laughs> with the 30th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select George Karloftis. Wow. Defensive end, All Purdue. Right. Nice moment for the Purdue Boilermaker. He's going to Kansas City. So George Karloftis to the Kansas City Chiefs. Brett Beach had even said cornerback and defensive end were two of their biggest needs, and he's 100% right on that. George Karloftis, 6'4", 275-pound edge rusher, Purdue. And Walker going to get dragged down in the backfield by Karloftis. He took up football in high school primarily because, in his words, all my buddies were doing it but then his talent propelled him to Purdue. He recorded seven and a half sacks in his freshman season as a Boilermaker. He was limited to just three games as a sophomore due to COVID and came back with four and a half sacks last year, as well as first team all Big Ten honors. So first team all Big Ten selection, sack production went down uh, from a year before, a nice 38 inch vertical at the scouting combine. But again, this is one of those guys that he just doesn't quit. You know what I'm saying, Sean? He's just one of those guys with that motor that you think he got him blocked. He's still if you knock him down, he's still coming back. Like he's that he's that type of dude. Relentless. I'm shocked he was still there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Cause again, he was mocked anywhere from the top fifteen to forty. I mean, to have him end up with the Kansas City Chiefs, I think was a real steal for them because I did not think he'd make it this far. And and all due honesty, I just did a um, thing in Smith Center with uh, Mitch Holtis. I know you, you heard us talking about it all week with Jiffy Berger and the mm-hmm. private plane. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that Bob Fesco in the morning is going to talk about this tomorrow morning because that was the player that we actually picked that the Chiefs were going to get was George Kaloftis. But we thought that with the Chiefs were going to have to trade 29 and a second and third round pick to get up into the top 10 to get this young man because we thought that he was going to be one of the top 10 players gone as far as edge rushers. So the the, the, the fact that they're able to just sit at 30 and get somebody that we thought they were going to have to, you know, take a third and a fourth round pick plus their 29 to get, um, tremendous value here at this pick um, at 30. And I think between the Jets and the Chiefs, you know, Sitting back and letting Johnson and Karloftis, with everybody else passed on, and able to get those two um, high-end players uh, late in the first round were um, awesome picks by both teams. Yeah, he ran the forty his pro day with the shirt off in twenty-three degree weather. Like, there's something about that I do like. He's built tough. There's something about that uh, that I do like. He ran a four-seven-one in the forty-yard dash again. 
Uh, this was in 23-degree weather and uh, didn't run it at the Combine, ran it at his pro day. But, uh, yeah, this guy, I mean, some of the production was down, but he got a lot of attention on him as well. But uh, George Karloftis, you know, but this is a guy, I think the Chiefs really got that edge uh, that they wanted this year. And the corners, they, they've been bulking on defense. They've said defense. I look for them to go heavy in the second round on offense. I can see them still to an edge, possibly, but the wide receiver, I think they'll go in second round. They lose a third and they lose a fourth, but they still got both second round picks. Yeah. So I think, yeah, in the second round, we can see them obviously uh, like taking a wide receiver on those picks. And still, we still got a bunch of safeties on the board. I mean, a bunch of guys that we all feel like are, are difference makers on the board. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious about these last two picks in the round with Cincinnati and Minnesota. Um, neither one needs a, um, at this point, needs a quarterback. So is there any team that's willing to make a jump to get one of these last two picks in order to get that fifth-year option for that quarterback? Um, like we said, Malik Willis is still on the board. Um, Sam is still on the board. Um, Desmond Ritter, Ryder from Cincinnati is still on the board. And we're not seeing the quarterbacks. I and mean, you're not going to see one here with the Bengals. Yeah, we're not gonna, that's what I'm saying. Is their team is willing to trade up to get the pick just to um, have that fifth-year option because that's, I mean, that's so valuable with the quarterback position. I'm going to have that extra year of uh, option to be able to um, evaluate him, especially if he's not starting for you right away. So there's uh, George Karloftis selected by the Chiefs. We saw Trent McDuffie go to the Chiefs earlier. The Chiefs, of course, two second-round picks, a third round, and a fourth round at this point. Uh, we'll take a time when we come back. We'll let you know who the Bengals took, and we'll hear from Andy Reid and Brett Veach later. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. George Karloftis, 6'4", 275-pound edge rusher, Purdue. And Walker going to get dragged down in the backfield by Karloftis. He took up football in high school primarily because, in his words, all my buddies were doing it but then his talent propelled him to Purdue. He recorded seven and a half sacks in his freshman season as a Boilermaker. He was limited to just three games as a sophomore due to COVID and came back with four and a half sacks last year, as well as first team all Big Ten honors. So the Chiefs take George Karloftis in the, at the end of the first round as uh, the draft's basically over. The Vikings pick is in at number 32, but uh, the Pro Football Focus big board where they list their top 250 prospects. Karloftis was number 10. Trim McDuffie was number 11. Woo. So you got 10 and 11 in the 20s off the uh, big board for where they would put the draft prospects uh, from this year. Karloftis, interesting guy. He didn't start playing football until he was in high school. He's from Greece, moved here at 13. He had 41 sacks in high school. Mm. So the dude was getting right after me, the U.S. Army All-American game. But, uh, but regardless... Uh, now it's time to start looking at the second round once the Vikings pick is in. Daxton Hill, love Dax Hill. He goes to the Bengals. That puts him with Jesse Bates. Like Jesse Bates at safety and Daxton Hill makes that secondary Solid even secondary. better. For, I, I really yeah. like Daxton Hill a lot. I think at the end of the day, the one thing that you have to realize with the Cincinnati Bengals safety positions is both of them are kind of uh, – neither one is really a deep guy. They, I mean, they're, they're both kind of uh, hanging around the box, uh, can play the slot, can – cover tight ends and stuff, but as far as down the field with, with, with extremely vertical, uh, extreme vertical routes, when you press them vertically, I think that both of these guys are a little bit more comfortable playing like within the 20-yard to 25-yard box 
when the ball gets thrown beyond like 40 yards and down the field tracking the ball, um, I don't think it's a strong point for either one of these guys. Um, we, we saw, um, obviously, Jesse Bates uh, gets turned around a, a few times by, by our offense. And uh, this guy's another guy that um, I think he likes the ball to come out quick, fast, be able to make adjustments, make moves. Um, when the ball's in the air a long time, I didn't really see um, him that being a strong point of his. He likes to be around the box and um, interjecting and, and, and putting himself you know, in the mix a little bit quicker than most DBs. But I love his tenacity, his toughness, his um, his, his mirror ability and the things he does with his feet. He's has phenomenal three cone and twenty shuttle. Um, he's quick as a hiccup. Um, but I just think, I just think that for for the for the Cincinnati Bengals, they just need a more of a true true safety, a deep a guy who can play that deep half a little bit better. So, but I love the guy, Austin Gale, who does uh, he's the director of uh, content uh, at Pro Football Focus. Said that Karloftis, Kansas City at 30, is his favorite pick around one. That's his favorite pick of round one. As we're waiting for Andy Reid. Andy Reid will be talking shortly, followed by uh, Brett Veach, uh, just to kind of let us know their feelings on the pick. The Chiefs, of course, uh, several picks tomorrow night. Right now, as we sit, they got three picks tomorrow night. Bank, uh, they have pick 50, gone. pick 62. Uh, they got Pe- Peacher still. Yeah. Peacher still. Vikings took. Uh, oh, did they? Cincinnati won. Okay, Cook? Uh, scene. Oh, no, Georgia safety. Lewis Scene? Yeah. Yeah, that's a stud, too. Oh, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Another Georgia Bulldog. Oh, so. that's, that's definitely the over now. They that's killed definitely the over. over. They killed it. <laughs> so, Lewis Scene goes to the Vikings. He's a stud as well. Leaves uh, Jalen Petrie. He's still out there. We and got I a think chance. So, we got a chance. We got it. The Chiefs have pick number 50 overall. As we sit on that right now and pick number 62 in the second round. So, get to wait a little bit because there's a few picks between 33 and 50 and 62. They traded pick 94 to the Patriots. They'll have pick 103, which is in the third round. So right now it's setting up. Here's uh, Roger Goodell with the Vikings uh, pick. With the 32nd pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Minnesota Vikings select... Lewis Seen, defensive back, Georgia. So we had one last pick. Lewis Seen's a stud. He's the hardest hitter in the SEC this year. Big dude loves to hit, man. This guy, <laughs> this guy loved to put a hurting on you. So I back-to-back safeties. Leaves Jalen Petrie, I think, is the best safety on the books. Is he going to be there at 50? I don't think so. I think the Chiefs may have to trade up uh, to get him. We'll see what they do. But again, round two. Uh, they still have pick 50, 62, and round three, pick 103. So three picks tomorrow night. Sets them up for Saturday. They've got four picks, five picks left in the draft, excuse me, on Saturday. One fourth rounder, four seventh rounders. So one fourth and four seventh. So you might be sitting around in round five and six and twiddling your thumbs unless they make a move. But uh, Saturday is round four. In four rounds or four picks in round seven, I know you'll be at draft draft fest that day. Definitely, definitely. So anybody, yeah, man, and you know, season ticket members have actually the Chiefs are honoring them by coming out to draft fest at Arrowhead Stadium um, from ten to one. Um, those tickets are um, a hot commodity right now. I think everybody's going to be feeling some some energy off of this first round. Um, getting McDuffie and Kaloftis is going to be. Um, I mean, it's going to recharge. We'll be on. We'll be on cloud nine all day tomorrow. Uh, talking about how we got 
uh, Pro Football Focus's 10th and 11th pick. Somehow we got both of those picks in the first round. Um, obviously, you know, Brett Veach doing Brett Veach things, making moves, doing what he has to do, allowing the board to come to him at times. And then obviously the biggest story, we would stay out of the first rounds, these wide receivers, the moves to A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, um, um, and then all the what, what, six out of a uh, six out of eleven picks in the middle of the first round. That wide receiver position room definitely was moving and shaking today. How about this from Twitter, Andrew Siciliano? Rams reaction the Patriots selection of Cole Strange at number twenty nine. He they said we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at a one hundred four maybe. <laughs> so that's what? that might be the biggest Shots reach. Fired. That might be the biggest reach. With the Patriots going Cole Strange at number 29. We'll bring Andy Reid live here in just a few minutes whenever he comes to the podium and speaks about the uh, Chiefs' uh, first couple of picks. But, uh, yeah, I mean. You know you know, Belichick is the smartest guy in the room, right? Well. Right? Yep. But in this way, don't forget, you know, they pass on Jermaine Johnson for George Karloftis. Yeah. So that was a situation they, they could have had him instead of Trent McDuffie. So it's actually Trent McDuffie they could have had, but they could have had Carl Loftus too. I'm happy. I'm happy with what they did. Yeah, I, am I don't too. think you could ask for much better. I am too. Uh, Jabo's still there at Edge. Boye Mafia there. Arnold Ebicati's there. Nick Benito is still there. Logan Hall. Um, so chances are by the time they take their next pick in the second round, there's probably another defensive end. That's going to be available. That's going to be an impact defensive end. Good corner still left. Andrew Booth yep. is still there. Uh, Kyler Gordon, Roger McCrary, uh, Jalen Petrie at safety, Jaquan Brisker at safety. So there's still a lot of talent left for tomorrow night. I think tomorrow night's going to be a lot of fun for the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to hang my hat in hopes and twist my, uh, cross my fingers for John Michi. That's the guy. I've, I Underrated. I like that. Man, I, I if you're the number one guy at Bama, I know you get hurt early on, and then another guy takes kind of all your shine for the whole year, and this guy is, is, is deemed the number one receiver in the draft class. It's just amazing, man. It's amazing. So we'll we'll find a way to see what we're going to make through day two, but I think the way you should. Yeah, let's let's move up and make some moves. Let's get, let's get Michi. Let's get Christian Watson. Let's get one of those two guys and – Maybe late in the round, we can even um, you know, this Trey McBride guy out of Colorado State. I'm, I'm, I'm he's kind of growing on me as a um, as the next Kelsey. Really, he's he's growing. I mean, listen, definitely not tonight. It wasn't the first round growing on me, but yeah, second or third round, you could, you could tell me that you could, you could sell me on that. You could sell me on Trey McBride coming in here and being a uh, understudy of Kelsey. Yeah, I could, I could, yeah, I could live with that. At some point, they're going to have to dress that pretty early. The tight end position. I, I get it. You know, find another Kelsey is a difficult deal. If you don't, it's a possible deal because he's the best tight end ever, in my right. opinion. You're right. But if you don't draft, if you don't try, then the only thing you're left doing is overpaying somebody else's uh, you know, tight end to leave them and come. You know, that, that doesn't work out, I don't think. How about this one from Thorne Eistrom, NBC Sports Edge. He joined me a couple times this year to talk mock drafts with. Nine trades tonight, most in any first round since uh, the NFL draft went to three days in 2010. I had it deemed at five. I thought I thought five trades were going to happen in the first round, and after the first ten picks, I threw my I, I tore my bet sheet up and threw it up in the air because I felt like there's no way we're going to get five trades after the first ten picks didn't get zero, and then it was just the wild wild west. It just happened. It started at pick eleven and went on. So 
um, I should have should have kept my bet sheet together. I'm curious if Ojabo will go for Michigan. Someone's going to take a chance on him because it's essentially a great player. Yeah, that you'd be taking a red shirt on that you could afford to do that with the pick. Just to wait for a year because I think he's going to be a stud. Bing, I think if we if we look around the league, I mean, it's only about 14 of the 32 teams that we feel like have an opportunity to make the playoffs. Like. It's not, it's not, it's not rocket science. Which teams are actually gonna make the playoffs, barring a serious injury? I mean, it's, it is what it is. We, we got the, the haves and the have-nots. If I'm a have-not, I'm, I'm taking these guys that are dropping down because of injury and giving them the red shirt year because I'm pretty much not considering myself in the mix anyway in 2022. So, the Detroit Lions of the world's. The, um, I mean, I don't want to just ragtag all the, the teams I feel like a. <laughs> are not really uh, that good. But uh, if 2022 isn't your year, then go ahead and, you know, take a job. Or take take the guys who you know that, you know, in 2023 will be, you know, some serious competitors. What's well, going to be the run the second round? I think we'll see some safeties. I think the cornerback, like Roger McCreary, will definitely go the cornerback from Auburn. It was first team All-American. Cam Taylor Britt will probably go in the third round. He's an excellent corner out of Nebraska. And then uh, – George Pickens, the Christian Watsons, the Sky Moores. I mean, there is still a ton of talent. And, again, you look at the NFL and Devontae Adams' second-round pick, D.K. Metcalf's second-round pick, Tyreek Hill, fifth-round pick. Oh, yeah. Stephon Diggs, fifth-round pick. I mean, there's a ton of great talent picked all over this draft. We'll take a timeout, come back and look at uh, look back at this draft and wait and see if we hear from the Chiefs. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome back to Chiefs Draft Special. Jay Binkley, Julio Sanchez producing. Big thanks to Sean Barber who sat in here for the entire first round. An exciting first round. First 10 picks, you're like, all right, what's going on? Where's the deals? Nine trades, the most since 2010. As we saw trade of Palooza and the Chiefs even involved in the trade as well. And not even just trades, trades with players involved. We saw Hollywood Brown move to the Cardinals. AJ saw Brown. AJ Brown. Big time. Move to the Eagles. That's right. First pick in the draft was Trayvon Walker from Georgia, the edge. Number two was Aiden Hutchinson, the edge, going to uh, Detroit. Derek Stingley, the cornerback from LSU, went number three to the Houston Texans. Sauce Gardner. The corner from Cincinnati went number four to the Jets. Kayvon Thibodeau goes number five. To the edge rusher from Oregon goes number five to the uh, Giants. Ikeem Ekwanyu, the uh, first tackle taken from NC State, went number six to the Panthers. Evan Neal, the outstanding tackle from Alabama, went number seven to the Giants. Drake London, the first wide receiver taken from USC, goes number eight to the Falcons. Charles Cross, Another offensive lineman, Mississippi State, goes number nine to the Seahawks, who needed offensive line help. Garrett Wilson goes to the Jets. Jets making a statement again at number 10. They had thought maybe Jermaine Johnson was going to be there. That's what Albert Rear said. Jets with the best, I think, I think the best draft class. So Hard far, to argue right? that of the Giants. Chris Olave goes to the Saints at number 11, another receiver taken. So Olave was the second receiver taken because then. It was uh, James, or no, excuse me, the third receiver. He was after uh, Garrett Wilson, his teammate at Ohio State. Jamison Williams goes number 12 to the Detroit Lions. Jordan Davis uh, from Georgia is a Georgia run 
on defensive ta- linemen continue. Trayvon Walker was selected first. Jordan Davis, 13th overall. Kyle Hamilton, the best safety in the draft, goes number 14 to the Baltimore Ravens. Kenyon Green, offensive guard from AM, goes to the Texans at 15. John Dotson, another wide receiver from Penn State, number 16, the Washington. Zion Johnson, the only other pick in the AFC West, an offensive guard, goes to the Chargers, pairing him with Rashawn Slater. Last year's pick, Corey Lindsey, the guy they brought in from free agency from Green Bay last year. So Chargers really looking at that offensive line as well. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, the wide receiver, goes number 18 to the Titans. Trevor Penning, the uh, nasty tackle out of Northern Iowa, goes to the Saints. Kenny Pickett stays in Pittsburgh with the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 20. And if you're and if you're uh, Mitch Trubisky, you know the calls for Kenny Pickett are coming from the fans like right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like Pressure's say, on. If you're him, you hate this. And and Baker hates that too, by the way. Yeah, you hate this. The fact that uh, you already know that fans don't like you anymore, Mitch. Well, and uh, this is the uh, only quarterback taken in the uh, in the first round, right? It is. Which three quarterbacks have been taken Shocking. the last six years in the draft? Trent McDuffie to the Chiefs at 21. A lot of people slotted him at 17 and 18 in mock drafts. Trent McDuffie, uh, corner, goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Pro Football Focus had him number 11 on their big board. Quay Walker, the linebacker, goes to the Packers at 22, an off-the-ball linebacker, a will linebacker. So Aaron Rodgers doesn't get a weapon at 22. Yeah, I got I got to say, the Packers, I don't think, had a very good draft. Will he get it later? That's a question. Kyrie Elam. The corner out of Florida goes to the Buffalo Bills at 23. Tyler Smith out of Tulsa goes to the Cowboys at 24. Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa, goes number 25 to the Ravens. Jermaine Johnson, shocker, he went 26. Hell. One of the best pass rushers in this year's draft, 26 to the New York Jets. Devin Lloyd, the outstanding linebacker from Utah, goes 27 to the Jags. Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, defensive lineman, goes to the Packers. Again, they said they were Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb. Lose Devontae Adams at MVS, but Aaron Rodgers got paid enough. <laughs> yep. Cole Strange, which is a strange pick. Offensive guard goes to the Packers at 29. George Karloftis, edge rusher from Purdue. Big-time stud, big-time motor, goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Number 11 on Pro Football Focus's big board. Daxton Hill, second-best safety in the draft. Um Goes to the Cincinnati Bengals at 31. And Lewis Seen, the outstanding safety at the University of Georgia, goes number 32 to the Minnesota Vikings. So no strangers to the first round were the Georgia Bulldogs. Five uh, five overall picks, right? But overall, I like it. Yeah. How can you not? That was, that was one of the best defenses I've seen in my lifetime, college football defenses. It's up there. I mean, I'm surprised about corner because Brett Veach has not yeah. gone yeah, yeah. the corner direction. He's done, you know, Shavarius Ward was undrafted. Rashad Fenton, sixth round. You know, fourth round on Jerry Stain. But they're valuing corner here, and Andy Reid, you know, says this guy could probably start outside on day one. Well, and not only did they draft him in the first round, they traded up to draft a cornerback, which is With the shocking. Patriots. They lose the three and a, with the Patriots. and a four with the Patriots and, and swap picks with them yeah. as well. So that's what the Chiefs did for uh, McDuffie. Kind of surprised he was still there. He was a guy that uh, looked like he was going to go a little bit higher, but he was there. And the Chiefs said that too. If there's somebody there at 19 or 21 – they could jump up and get him. He was uh Brett Veach was was honest with uh with how they were gonna be working the draft. 
Yeah, he was 100% right, right on what he did. But here's, uh, here's a little something on Trent McDuffie, the Chiefs' 21st pick. Trent McDuffie, 5'11", 195-pound cornerback, Washington. McDuffie was one of the highest graded corners coming out of high school, and the same can be said as he leaves the college game. Coming from a track background, this 5'11 DB brings elite speed and top flight ball hawking skills. The All-Pac-12 first teamer also has great instincts and needs to put them to use. Despite his size, McDuffie is fully capable of being a starter in week one of the NFL season. Gotta like that. Gotta like that. Exciting. And then later in the draft, they picked 30, George Karloftis. A lot of people mocked at 13 and 14. He slides the Chiefs. Again, he was real weird because you see anywhere from 12 to 40 with George Karloftis. But here's who the Chiefs got at pick 30. George Karloftis, six foot four, 275-pound edge rusher, Purdue. Walker going to get dragged down in the backfield by Karloftis. He took up football in high school primarily because, in his words, all my buddies were doing it. But then his talent propelled him to Purdue. He recorded seven and a half sacks in his freshman season as a Boilermaker. He was limited to just three games as a sophomore due to COVID and came back with four and a half sacks last year, as well as first-team All-Big Ten honors. So there you go. George Karloftis and Trent McDuffie, Chiefs go defense and defense. Round two, I think, is, well, who knows what to think? Who, who knows? knows what to think? Who knows? I mean, safety's still there. I still think they go that direction. They could go corner in round three with the Cam Taylor Britt. Second round, all those receivers are still there. I really like Sky Moore and Christian Watson, the best out of the receivers. George Pickens still sitting out there as well. I hope so. I hope so. Did you did you have either of these players in any of your mocks? Because I did not see either of these players in anyone's mocks. I did not. I, I have a bio built up for George Karloftis, right? But because I was gonna, I was gonna put him in there, and I did have him sitting in there. Yeah, but no. And then one I switched to Katie because I didn't think he would be there. Yeah. I thought that it might be looked at as a big reach that I had Karloftis that late in the draft, so I didn't put him in there. Should have went with your gut. You know what? It should have gone with it. But how many times does that lead you astray? You know what I'm saying, Julio? It's, it's very true. So tomorrow night, the KNC Royals on Saturday. We got you covered coming up at uh, 10 a.m. Draft starts at 11 all the way to 4.30. We'll, uh, we'll keep you posted on what the Chiefs are doing in the draft. Uh, here from Draft Fest, from guys like Mitch Holtis, Sean Barber from there, uh, Dusty Likens, Sarah and I, talking about the draft. Are you, you on for go. that whole time? What's that? You on that? You on that show for the whole time? Yeah, six and a half hours, buddy. It's a long day for you, my friend. Six and a half hours. It's actually this tonight went fast. Like I know, looking at the it time, it was busy. It just seemed like there was something always going on. It was a busy night. It was a busy night. A lot of moves. But the first round of the 2022 draft is over, so the next first round will be here in Kansas City, and I can't wait, my friend. Full coverage of the Chiefs picks coming up all day long on 610 Sports Radio. Look forward to hearing that. We'll see you again Saturday morning for the third round of the draft. Talk to you guys soon.
listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.